that so much comes to our mind. There are a lot of questions that, you know, we need to, we have to wait on. Is it the truth? Or should I not believe that? If I tell us that every day, but under Banza, you know, are broken into in America, is that true or not? Will you doubt that or will you believe it? If you believe it, raise your hand. If you don't believe it, so only one person. Okay. It's not true. Praise the Lord. <laughs> In Japan, they have square watermelons. Do you believe that? you believe it? Raise your hand. Doubt as it's true. They say it's more likely to be stung by a bee in a windy weather. If you believe that information, raise your hand. It's not true. Praise the Lord. They say penguins can smell toothpaste from a mile away. Do you, do you trust that information? It's not true. There are a lot of things that, you know, we, we, we are not sure whether they are true or not. And a lot of them look outrightly untrue. And such as some information of promises that are found in the Bible. A lot of people are doubtful. And we found that doubt is a difference. People use it so that they don't get hurt anymore. People use it so that they don't get their hopes up anymore. When you are giving some good news sometimes, the first thing you say is no way. I remember some time ago, my family was going through, you know, some issues. My family had a difficulty. I didn't have a job. I just had a newborn baby. And we prayed after the service with some brethren, the elders in the church. Just like today. Somebody is going to pray after church today. And by Monday morning, my husband opened his email. And there was the answer. And he called the brethren. And the person said, are you sure you didn't see it before the prayer, before we prayed? That broke my heart. That so we don't believe, we think we're deceiving you. But that shows the magnitude of how big our God is and how easy, how easily we can answer prayers. You know what? Hope, I mean, or a doubt. I think we should, we should let, let, uh, let us um, let define doubt. Doubt is a doubter. So a doubter is someone that doubts. 
Blessed are they who believe without seeing you. Praise the Lord. And as I lift my verses up, I copy them to scripture. Pardon me. So what verses do we have? What verses do we have? Verses what? 24. 24 to 29. Okay, but I skipped one verse. Okay. So that's your homework. Praise the Lord. So why do people die? Why do people die? Someone that told us who is believer. A lot of things we don't see. If it didn't happen to us, God has never done it. Unless we really know God. So a lot of people see is believer. And you know what? The other, the other people that saw Christ, that believe rather, they believe because they have already seen him. Because they said when Mary uh, and the other Mary went to the king, when they returned to the disciple, they went there to confirm the disciples. So we just gave Thomas a bad name. Because he happened to be the last one to see Jesus. So people don't believe if they don't see. Also, why is it that we don't believe? It's because we have a present belief. Belief from our background, you know, protection. They have told you how you are supposed to treat your wife. They have told you that according to the Bible, this is how your situation will change. But consciously or unconsciously, we have things that we have believed that are opposing the word of God in our lives. People have told you, you have known it, you are from the Maritans, they say that they have not. So in a way behind your back, you have already put me that no is. When they are saying it for somebody else. Somebody has told you, you know, it's from generation to generation, it's in the culture, that there's nothing good that can come. So our family background, our culture, they constitute you know, the inherent belief that we have. One man said, he said, Christ is in our heart. Grandfather is in our bones. So those are the things we have to deal with to to get to the root of our doubt. People doubt when they are recurrent of undesired events. On the way to Emma, the, the two men that were going to Emma, in the book of Luke, chapter 24, I believe, they said we have been, you know, in, in under the, this oppression of the Roman, uh, the, of the Romans. 
And they said, uh, this man, they were telling, you know, the other man that joined them, who happened to be Jesus. They said, we thought, we are believed is the one that will deliver Israel. So they lost hope. Because they don't believe, you know, they don't believe that any good can come from a dead man. He doesn't die like that. He was, he was killed, you know, like, like nobody. So the current of undesired events can cause someone to die. To die. Another thing, number four, that can cause a man to die is past experiences. You are the victims of challenge. So Brother Karebe calls you. And he says, come and invest. Je Oh, you know what? You go to Mountain Road. 
you take a bus that goes to magnetic field. From magnetic field, you take another bus. And by the time you come back, you go around the city without being to part six from your state. So that would make me doubt anyone in that city to give me direction. Why do people doubt? You tend to doubt when you keep your own terms. People that keep to their own terms. They will never receive from God. Because you can't keep God in a box. Why do we doubt? Number eight. Why we are faced with new challenges? We are going to think, is God, is God able to do this? When some people will tell you, you know, you, you can't do with God like that. Like when David was about to face Goliath. You know, Saul told you, I know you fought lion, a lion. You are killed a bear. He said, but this one is even in another one. It's a new level. You can't face this one by yourself. The name of your God is too small. The strategies you use at the back of the of the field is not the same. You know, there was a time I was facing a challenge. I used to pray and things would just happen. But this one did not go. One month, two months, one year. So what is the problem? And you know what? One verse came to me. Actually, I just saw the exposition on that. Maybe I had it on the radio. It was just OE of YouTube. And you know Jesus wanted us to, want us to have just YouTube. He said, if you have the faith like that of a mustard seed. But the person said, when Jesus tells you, oh, he of little faith. Because your faith is not enduring. It's not the size of your faith, but how long you can hold on. And God liberated me from doubting that God cannot do it. Because I know that I just have to hold on. I know that I just have to keep confessing. And then I eventually saw that mountain level. Somebody's mountain will level in the name of Jesus. I want to tell you what God has done for you before is not a fluke. He's still at work. And he still wants to use you. He wants to do it in your life again. What makes people to die? Number nine, association. Did you not ask yourself? Where was Thomas when Jesus was appearing to everybody? It was where Jesus can not appear to him. When you keep wrong company, it will feed your doubt. And the person will not see the light, uh, the, the light of the truth. 
Et la personne ne verra pas la vérité. Et après, bah, uh, doubt is a different. On a dit que le but est la description de son histoire. Afin de nous protéger contre certaines douleurs, certaines personnes. And we all know that someone's got a bad rap in the church. Et on, on sait que euh, Thomas a eu une mauvaise. Donc, we cannot blame Thomas. Mais on ne peut pas blâmer Thomas. Because the last thing is for. Or the last report we got from Jesus Christ was that he was battered. He was battered. He was gruesomely killed. And for you to come from nowhere and tell you that is reason. He's glowing in glory. I don't think it was his fault to die. He was just trying to defend himself. He believed this was the savior of the world. This was the man that would deliver him from the hand of the Roman soldiers. He had his own plan. They had their own idea of how to be saved. Ils avaient leur propre idée de comment être sauvés. But this man did not take that life. Et ce monsieur n'a pas pris cela. And who dies to save others without, you know, without taking care of the problem first? Et qui sont avant de sauver les autres, ne pas prendre, ne pas trouver une solution au problème. He died without taking the enemy, the Roman soldiers, down. Il est mort sans, euh, sans prendre, sans aller avec les Romains. So it didn't make sense. Ça n'a pas fait de sens. But you know what? Mais vous savez quoi? The problem is not the doubt itself. Le problème ce n'est pas le doute en soi. How do we handle the doubt? Mais comment est-ce qu'on fait face au doute? A misunderstood doubt. La façon de de faire face au doute results in hopelessness. Ça ça conduit à un manque d'espérance. And the good news for the doubter. Et la bonne nouvelle pour les incertains. Is that Jesus is not afraid of our doubt. C'est que Jésus n'a pas peur de nos doutes. Jesus is not belittled by our doubt. Jésus n'est pas diminué par nos doutes. Jesus understands. Jésus comprend. Jesus actually deals with us. Il ressent ce que nous ressentons. But, our doubts hurt him. Mais notre doute le blesse. Why does it hurt him? Pourquoi ça le blesse? Because it hurts us. Parce que ça nous blesse. Because it injures us. Parce que ça nous injures. Because it impedes us. Parce que ça nous impedes. You know what? Because Doubt hurt us, even whether we know it or not. And the Bible tells us on in Hebrew, it says that we do not have a high priest that, that does not feel our infirmities or our weaknesses. So it feels you. It knows that you aspire to that level. But because you see yourself that you, you cannot go, just don't let me, don't let me raise my hope. So doubt hurts Jesus. And we need, that means if doubt hurts him and it hurts us, we need to overcome that. So the hope for the doubter is that 
Jesus welcomes your doubt. He welcomes your doubt. But he wants you to direct it well. So how do we overcome doubt? Number one is ask. You know the mnemonic ask is ask, seek, and knock. But I will say the A is ask him. And Jesus. The usual response from the church to be that we pray. You know, I thought I had done a good job with my sermon. I stayed up most part of the night. So if you come to me, I might be a little bit impatient with you. With a question. If you know, if you come with me with a question. Being a human being, I can be a little bit impatient. You could ask brother your name, and he say, "Oh, how will you not understand that?" As a preacher will say, "If God does not like you, like you or then your wood is wet." But Jesus will not tell you that. Jesus will answer because when 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 Thomas. Ask this question. He said, No, I will not. No, no, I can't. I, I, I don't believe you. That takes me to another man. In Judges chapter 12, chapter 6, verses 12 and 13. Judges 6. His name is called Gideon. You know what? The sum of doubt does not match with them. So Gideon. So Gideon, the said God appeared to Gideon. And when the angel of the Lord said, Oh, oh man of valor, because God is you. Oh my God, he started asking the question. He said, Oh, 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 oh. He said, Sir, with all politeness, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles that our ancestors told us about? Did they not say, the Lord brought us out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and angered us over to the Midianites. Maybe you are saying, Creator. Creator of the universe, what can you do? Because they sing in church. They sing in church. Okay? So maybe you have that, that question. And you know what? That was not the first time that Gideon was asking that question. Everyone that has Jesus' question is come to answer you. He honored Thomas. That was the last person to be appeared to. And when he came, he faced Thomas. He said, Come, 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 come. You do not believe I will. It's okay. He said, Come, come and put your hand in my hand. He did not, you know, he told me, he said, Do not touch me until I'm glorified. But he said, Thomas, come. 
there is hope for you today. I don't know any the area of your diet, but when you get some ask that question, as I was preparing the sermon, the Holy Spirit was telling me, you have not asked me some questions. I don't ask you some questions. Go home, lock your door, say, Jesus, I want to have an audience of going with you. You are the creator calling again. Out of this, what can you do? Are you able to do this as well? It has been so many years. Which king? He wants you to ask that question. Another thing is seeking. Seeking. When Mary Magdalene went to the king to see Jesus, he appeared unto her. Nobody seek Jesus in vain. Seeking. Go to the house of prayer. You know, go wherever God is in His Word. Seeking. Please answer for your question. Another thing is number three, knock. The knock means you make a demand. You know, make a demand. When you knock, you are, you are demanding because you are fathered. And you are a, a God of peace. You are on holy God. And part of your holiness is that you do not lie. Anything that is making me thought of this, I want to know. Because I cannot go without. I will not let you go without. So make your demand. Number four, believe in him. Jesus said in Mark 11, chapter 22, he said, before you try to move the mountain, before you speak to the mountain, before you make your decree, believe my word. He said, believe. Believe in his word. Don't believe any other person. A man of God said, if it's not the word of God, it's not the truth. No matter the report they give you, it is not the truth. Don't let that report make you to doubt the word of God. Number five, keep God's plan. Walk in His plan. In the book of Second Kings, we were introduced to a man, a man that had a great need. A big man, but with big needs. And you know, he summoned up the courage. He swallowed his pride. He went to seek God. But when he got there, it wasn't the way he predicted. He said, I saw the man of God return. He had all these ideas. He has watched a lot of magic. I thought he'd shake his hand like this. I thought he'd call the God like this. But it did not happen. So he turned back. Try not to book God into eternity. Be hoping to wait. 
soyez ouverts à ses voix. Don't put your trust in devices, is my number six. Devices fail. But God remains true. Do not put your, God, your trust in devices. See where we are now. Supposing we are trusting the COVID vaccine. We take everything away. So, maybe some are. But there is a God that made the makers of the vaccine. There is a God that makes sure there is no work for someone to work for another. That is the God to trust. So don't trust, don't put your trust in devices because they fail. And they just dictate your diet. Number seven, walk in line with your prayers and expectations. Don't just believe. Don't just ask. Let your word. Let your actions be in line with what you have prayed for, what you desire. I remember there was a day we just got here in Mountain. And you know, there was no, there was no mean of, of uh, calling, of calling, of making telephone calls. So there was this message that desperately needed to, to pass across. Before God and man, I literally knelt down and I prayed. I said, Father, let my sister stop. Because I didn't know where to buy cards, but I know, you know, you could afford to call me. And immediately I got up, I gathered the children, and I went for a walk. And when I came back, I got the information. My sister called I don't like that much. If you don't walk in line with God, you will then you say, why did God not force me to stop? Why did not God make something to happen? Praise the Lord. And number number what? Number eight. Keep the right company. Make sure you keep the right company. They will feed your feet. You cannot do it by yourself at home. Because at home, nobody will step on your toes. So that you can practice what you have learned. You can, you know, all the things that people, they are side talks that we talk in church. Those are the curtains. And in those places, those are the places you find, you know, your deja vu. That, that problem, I said, I had for years, almost over a year. It was in a meeting that did not relate at all. That the light bulb came up. And thank God I've had my hands So you don't stay by yourself. Keep the right company. The house fellowship, you do things online, make sure you join. And finally, try to produce. 
inside the body. Uh, Jesus Christ told us the, the story of the sower. And he said there's one that brought out bountiful harvest. Actually, the harvest are in various grades. It don't mean that there are some people when they hear the word of God, they do something about it. Maybe they seek God. Maybe you call, you know, you ask the question. You endeavor to keep the right company. Make sure you do something about the word you hear. And to the church of God, we have to be kind to the doubter. We need to be patient for one another. We are not all at the same level of faith. So if you cannot answer some questions, we cannot. Nobody can answer all the questions. Unless you are a negotiator. Praise the Lord. So direct them to somebody else. In conclusion, doubt causes us to trivialize our blessings. It is thanksgiving. Doubt, you know, hinders us from giving thanks with our whole heart. But whether we doubt or not, it does not change God. You know, when we give thanks, our, whatever we have is preserved. And they said, even in these things, we make all things to work together for our good. When praises rise up, flowers of blessings fall down. No matter where we have concerning the COVID-19, no matter where you have concerning your request and your desires, there is a reason to different. It is not over until it is over. I saw the story uh, I saw it in a movie. And it's a story about, you know, people in a street that, you know, that was in the middle of the storm. Though they were experienced travelers, but they nearly lost hope of surviving. So the passengers, of course, they were there. There was so much rain. There was this storm was great. But one of the passengers just, you know, just found his way up the, the, to the upper deck. And he saw the captain. The captain was facing about. He was giving direction on how to steer the ship. He looked very calm. He looked and he looked in his direction. And he gave a smile. So the man went back downstairs. 
Et le Messie a descendu. And he said, I saw the face of the captain. Il a dit, j'ai vu le visage du capitaine. Everything's going to be alright. Tout sera bien. Do you see the face of the captain today? Est-ce que vous voyez le captain of yours, so you want to rise up on your feet. Le capitaine de ton âme, on veut te lever. How much lead have you put on God? How much limit have you put on God? Combien de limites avez-vous mis en Dieu? Yes, Lord, I believe. Oui, Seigneur, je crois. Yes, Lord, I believe. Yes, Lord, I believe. I believe because the Bible tells me in Romans chapter 8 that he bankrupt heaven so that he can get you and me. How much more can you know this? I believe. I believe. 